Welcome to the Eczema Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Chen. I'm here to help you heal your eczema naturally so you can finally live your best damn life. Many years ago in my own eczema healing journey, I was stuck and confused on how to heal my skin. Fast forward to today, after many lessons learned and lots of trial and error, I'm now living my best life and traveling the world with clearer skin. If you're an eczema or TSW warrior who desires a life of food freedom and is wanting to heal your skin without steroids while using mindset and manifestation as a tool, you're in the right place. Now let's get into it. Hi angels, welcome to another episode of the Eczema Warrior Podcast. So last week's episode, I shared that I was traveling throughout Vietnam, which was honestly a very spontaneous trip. I feel like I say that for like every trip, but (laughs) I honestly was planning to like not go anywhere since arriving to Chiang Mai, Thailand. As you guys may have heard, I've been like pretty tired of moving places every month. So I wasn't planning on flying anywhere. However, one of my friends back in Vancouver was traveling in Vietnam. And since Vietnam is literally like a few hour flight from Chiang Mai and I haven't seen him In a long time, since I left Vancouver back in April, I was like, okay, I have to go hang out with him. We always have a great time. So I said, why not? Let me just fly over to Vietnam and hang out with him for a week. And his friend also came along with him as well. So it was a really short trip. I wish I stayed longer. So what we did in Vietnam was basically just eat a lot of really good local food. I don't know if you guys know, but my favorite type of cuisine is Vietnamese food. And so being in the village which where we were staying at, because our friend's family lives in the village, we basically experienced the life of living like a local. So we literally woke up to roosters <laughs> in the morning and we went to the seafood market nearby and like got fresh seafood and brought it back to our place and cooked the seafood over charcoal and We ate eggs from their chickens as well. Like it was just such a wholesome experience living in the village. And it really humbles you as well because I feel like, you know, when you're someone who lives in like the city life and you get instant gratification when it comes to like really good food and you have like technology and you have like Wi-Fi all the time, it's like you almost kind of forget that, you know, life used to be so simple without access to everything back then I'm not saying like I didn't have access to like internet like wi-fi or things like that in this village but it really disconnected me a lot because you know I was spending time with the family and spending time with friends so that was really nice I really enjoyed the food and then after we spent time in the village we had another day in Ho Chi Minh City uh, which is a really popular city in Vietnam we walked around we ate more food Like this entire trip, we literally just ate five meals a day, it felt like, because my friends are really big foodies and they love to try new food. I'm also like that as well. So they wanted to make the best of the trip. So we literally ate like, we would eat at one restaurant, digest for an hour, and then go to the next restaurant, digest for an hour or two, maybe do some touristy stuff, walk around, and then go to our next place to eat more food. So that was a lot of fun. And also in Asia, like the portions in general aren't huge compared to North America. So even though we're like eating five, six times at different restaurants, like we're not eating too, too much. But definitely by the end of the night, 
we're always pretty full, but so, so worth it. Highly recommend going to Vietnam. If you like street food, it's the spot. And yeah, now I am back in Chiang Mai. I got back a couple days ago um, when this podcast episode is being recorded and we are buckling down again. Now that we are almost at the end of the year, which is freaking insane how fast this year has gone by. But I'm excited for the rest of the year, even though there's two weeks left. I'm going to be working on a Christmas little gift for some of you uh, who's interested in working with me as a private client. We're opening up some spots for private coaching for January start. And if you apply for coaching, by the way, anytime between now until the end of the year, which is December 31st, then I'm going to personally send you a Christmas gift for those of you who do apply and book a call and join one-on-one coaching. So if you want to save your spot for one-on-one coaching for January start, then I highly, highly recommend you to click the link at the show notes below, apply for coaching, and we'll get on a free call together and chat about whether or not you'd be a great fit. Usually those who apply for one-on-one coaching are basically ready to join. So if you're someone who is like ready to invest, you're ready to see a change in your skin healing, you want unlimited support by me, then one-on-one coaching is going to be for you. And you get a lovely Christmas gift for applying. So definitely check that out. So yeah, besides the fact that there's a Christmas bonus coming up fairly soon, we are also focusing on making some changes to clear eczema. So clear eczema is something that you get access to as a one-on-one client, but also as a group client. And it's time for an update and it's time for updating or adding new modules into the program. So for the rest of December and January, I'm going to be spending a lot of time making CYE bigger and better. We're always trying to improve the program based on past client feedback, based on current client feedback. And so it's always really exciting to make new changes and then let you guys know what's, you know, the new update with CYE. And it's going to be great. I already have some really good modules in the works and we're going to film that very soon. Okay, what else is new? So besides updating CYE, Christmas bonus coming up. In January, I'm actually planning on hosting a brand new masterclass. I don't exactly know the topic yet, but I'm going to make it exciting. (laughs) And yeah, I'm going to be launching that sometime in January, probably right after the new year. And my other plan for you guys is to actually host a free live group call sometime in the new year as well. So if you're looking for a group call to kind of share your experience, share your struggles, and basically just meeting other people who are also on the journey with you, I'm thinking that's what the group call is going to be like, then stay tuned for the announcement for that. So yeah, that's basically an update. I feel like that was kind of a big update, like my life, like what's been going on. Not too much besides the fact that I'm back in Thailand now after a short trip to Vietnam, and then some upcoming things over the next two weeks into 2024. Okay, so let's get into today's episode, which is about how to improve sleep. So as you guys know, as an eczema warrior or TSW warrior who's listening, sleep can be really, really, really difficult. And there are many different reasons for this. Number one, insomnia. 
Number two is the itch. Those are the two most common reasons why a lot of you might not be able to sleep. I would say itching is definitely more common than insomnia just because in the evening, this is when your skin tends to get itchier, it becomes more dry. And so a lot of people do experience more of that itching at nighttime versus during the day. Also, when you're in the daytime, you're more distracted with work or with whatever you're doing during the day. So you're not as focused on scratching versus at night seems to be the time where everyone tends to want to scratch. So that's very normal. And so that's why in today's episode, I want to share some tips with you to help you with improving your sleep if it's related to either insomnia or the itch. Now, the first tip that I have for you when it comes to improving your sleep, and I think a lot of you probably already know this, is to really be intentional with your nighttime routine. And I know that sounds like, oh, like obviously, Julia, like I know I'm supposed to like sleep early and I'm supposed to turn off my phone and da 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 da. We know the importance of sleep hygiene, but I honestly can't stress this enough. Like having a good nighttime routine has literally been a game changer for me for not only helping my skin heal faster, but it also actually helps with the itch. It reduces the itch intensity when I have a good nighttime routine. Now, this all comes down to what your nighttime routine actually looks like. So for example, an ideal nighttime routine to help with the itch would may include breath work because breath work has been shown to help with calming the nervous system down and helping to reduce stress and anxiety. And so for those of you who experience more stress, you're more anxious before bed, or generally you're someone who has a lot of overthinking, for example, those things can cause histamine levels to increase because you're more, you're releasing more cortisol when you're stressed and that's when you're going to be more itchy. So using breath work as a way to regulate your nervous system at nighttime can definitely help with the itch. So with your nighttime routine, you can incorporate five minutes of breath work. And then on top of that, if you want to take it up a notch, I would even suggest adding in some journaling or meditation. It doesn't have to be long. It could literally be five-minute breath work, five-minute meditation, and five-minute journaling. And that's a total of 15 minutes, which is perfect for a nighttime routine. So if you need help with like ideas about what to journal about, then make sure you check out episode 14 all about how to journal. So breath work, meditation, and journaling is going to be a really great thing to add into your routine at nighttime. And that's definitely, definitely going to help you with sleep. The other thing that I would suggest too in your nighttime routine, along with journaling, meditation, and breath work, is do a bath time ritual. Like go take a nice bath before you go to bed. If you guys have heard me talk about dead sea salts, that's a great way to help with releasing stress because the minerals are really good for stress. Not only this, dead sea salts are really helpful for wound healing and skin healing, as well as reducing inflammation. So you get all the benefits with the skin as well. Um, And it also helps with relaxing you as well. So that could be something to add into your nighttime routine. I think the problem with a lot of us is that, you know, we work throughout the day, we're doing all these things, we're making breakfast, lunch and dinner, we're working eight hours, you know, and then we jump straight into bed, right? We don't actually have a routine. Or if you don't jump in straight into bed, maybe you like, watch Netflix or watch TV up until you go to bed, right? So you're getting that blue light, which is not going to be good for you. And it's not going to be helpful for your sleep as well. So having a good nighttime routine, even if it's just like 15 minutes, is really going to be helpful 
for your sleep. It's going to be good for your circadian rhythm, which helps with sleep. And as well as, you know, relieving the itch, especially if you're using breath work, you're using dead sea salt baths, which can be helpful for the skin. You're going to definitely notice a difference in your sleep quality when you have a good, consistent nighttime routine versus jumping straight into bed after watching a show on Netflix, for example. Now, of course, sometimes you have a good nighttime routine and you still struggle with sleep. And that's going to be normal because, you know, sometimes when your stress levels are high, even if you have a good nighttime routine, you might not be able to sleep well. So just remember that even though you are consistent with your nighttime routine, you might not always be able to fall asleep. But the key here is to try and be as consistent as possible because the more consistent you are, then the easier it is that your body gets used to it. And then you're eventually going to get to a point where you can sleep much better. Now, let's say you have a good nighttime routine and it's not enough. That can also be common as well. And this is where supplements may be helpful. And the reason why I say may be helpful is because you guys know when it comes to supplements, it's meant to support you, but it's not meant to replace anything. So I never want you to use a supplement to replace your nighttime routine. If anything, I want it to be supplementary <laughs> to your nighttime routine. So some supplements that can be helpful for sleep, before I recommend these supplements, just make sure that you always check with your own practitioner for the right dosage and for the right supplement selected for you. But some of my favorite sleep support supplements include magnesium. Magnesium is a relaxation mineral that has been shown to be very helpful to help with sleep. So you can take some magnesium at night before bed. Um, there's different versions of magnesium, actually. Magnesium citrate is the one that is good for those of you who are prone to constipation. So you can consider that form. Otherwise, there's magnesium glycinate, which is more absorbable. That can also be an option for you if you're someone who doesn't experience constipation, you might want to go with the glycinate version. Now, magnesium comes in different forms. There's powder, there's liquid, there's capsule. I usually prefer the powder version just because um, you can control the amount of magnesium you put into water before you drink it versus in a capsule, usually it's like one dosage. And even liquid would be good as well because you can actually control the dosage as well. So that's something that I usually recommend my clients to go for, either magnesium or liquid, but capsule also works as well. The other supplement I actually like for sleep is ashwagandha. So ashwagandha is actually a adaptogen. It's an herb that's actually very good for both sleep and energy levels, believe it or not. So if you take ashwagandha in the day, it could be helpful for sleep. And then if you take ashwagandha at night, it can help to relax you as well. So you can play around with what works best for you. If you notice that when you take it at night, you feel a lot more calmer, you feel more restful, then maybe you want to consider adding that into your nighttime supplement routine if you have one. Otherwise, if you feel that it doesn't really do much for you and you actually find it better when you take it in the day for energy levels, then you can take it in the day as well. So ashwagandha is one of my favorite herbs. Not only is it helpful for energy and sleep, it's actually really great for stress. It doesn't take away your stress. We know that stress can only be managed through 
meditation and through scientifically proven methods to help with your stress levels, whether that's journaling, whether that's breath work or meditation, like I mentioned, but some supplements can help with how you respond to stress. And ashwagandha is one of them. Actually helps to balance out your cortisol levels. And cortisol is basically a stress hormone that can stay elevated if your stress levels are unmanaged. So pairing ashwagandha with your stress management strategies can be really helpful in balancing out your cortisol. So those are the two supplements that I really like for sleep. Uh, magnesium and ashwagandha. There are a couple other supplements that can be helpful for sleep as well. For example, valerian root, that's an herb. Lavender is also kind of nice too. A glycine powder, if you heard me talk about this in a different episode on salicylates, I talked about how glycine can be helpful for the liver detox pathway, but glycine can also be good for sleep as well. It actually promotes relaxation. So those are some other options for you if you're looking for some sleep support supplements. And again, make sure you check with your practitioner before starting any supplements that I mentioned in today's episode. And the last thing I want to share with you guys today to help you improve sleep at night is to try and be consistent with the time of when you go to sleep. This is going to be helpful for healing because so your body actually starts to cleanse and detoxify after 11 p.m. at night. And so making sure that you try your best to sleep early is going to help you a lot with skin healing, with wound healing. And the more consistent you are with the time that you go to sleep, then over time, you're going to notice that your body will naturally want to fall asleep during that time. So for example, if you're someone who's sporadic, like one night you sleep at 8, the other night you sleep at 4 a.m. and then 1 a.m. and then 2 a.m. and it's just all over the place, then your routine is going to be all over the place as well. And when your routine is all over the place, then you're not going to be having a restful sleep. So my last tip for today is to make sure that you sleep at a good time, ideally before 11, and try to be consistent with that. All right, that's what I have for today's episode on how to improve sleep. I hope you found it helpful. Try it and let me know. Again, biggest thing is to have a good nighttime routine, perhaps pairing some supplements with that and then sleeping at the right time. If you can be consistent with all of these tips today, then I'm very confident that you'll start seeing some changes in your quality of sleep. And if you need more help with this, with sleep, with your eczema, with healing, with your gut, with your mindset and all the things around eczema healing. Um, this is what I do inside my private coaching, but also my group coaching as well. And if you're ready to heal, reduce flares and feel better in your skin, then I would love to help you and support you. You can apply for my program in the show notes below. And if you have any other questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at juliachenrd. And that's it. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Now, before I let you go, I want to let you know I have this amazing eczema visualization. This visualization has helped me so much when it comes to manifesting eczema healing, healing flares faster than I can ever imagine, reducing the itch, and just feeling great in my body. This is the exact same visualization I use for my own healing as well as my clients' healing as well. And if you want to receive this visualization, then all you have to do is leave us a review and Tell us what you think about the podcast, screenshot it, 
send it to your email at hello at juliachin.ca and you will receive the visualization to your inbox. I look forward to seeing your review and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you.